It's beefy, baby. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Let's get it. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Rated PG 13. Your mom didn't make that casserole. Well, 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 you soggy beefers, welcome once again to the Bucket of Beef show, your hopefully favorite movie podcast, hopefully, realistically, not your least favorite. My name is Luke Hodson. <laughs> My name is Alex Morrison. I've decided that Alex and I are fighting today. Okay. So we're going to make this a spicy I understand meatball the... uh, in the Bucket of Beef bucket. Shut up, bitch. Anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> We'll go to the 12th episode. Alex is mad because I moved his laptop before we recorded. He knows that I have to have my laptop on me so that we know the cast and the synopses and the year the movie came out. Who am I? I wish Rum was here so she could tell us who I'm being right now. He's being himself. It's like it's just reading the Luke Hodson book. I'd feel bad for anyone that had to delve into a book that i'd written i think it'd be a, a it'd be just like in the in the theme song it'd be a grease-soaked mess no it'd be okay okay it would be like once when i was a, a, a little lad I that's once, how i would start. i once wrote a, a french children's book uh the, whose english translation was tim the tiny turkey in high school <laughs> it was the only all-nighter i ever pulled really in high school in all of high school yeah it was to write this fucking french picture book it took so long <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I've got, like, Microsoft clip art for all the turkeys and stuff. And this was for a project. Yeah, we... And you got an A on it? Presumably? I did get an A on it. I think I got a 96. Why didn't you get the full 100? Because I accidentally used the word, like, f- from instead of by at the beginning. Like, when I was, like, by Luke Hodson, it, like, translated to from Luke Hodson or of Luke I can't remember what exactly what it was. What a fucking new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a cute tale. It was, yeah, Tim the Tiny Turkey. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right, well... We have an episode for you guys today. We do. Uh, thank you guys for- Who would have thought we'd Who have an episode? Who would have thought? Wow. Um, <laughs> we watched two movies. Uh, definitely, uh, these are two uh, fully animated. This was our our animated episode. Yeah. 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 And they were, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of fun that it's, it's different. And it's great that considering the last episode, and we are a family-friendly podcast- yeah, uh, that we can make the jump from Fifty Shades of Grey to uh, to Minions yeah. and Howl's Moving Castle. There you go. I mean, families are primarily comprised of adults in the grand all, scheme all the of time, things, right? Like if, if when you're talking about like extended family, I feel like you're trying like aunts to and uncles. You're and trying to pull something out of me, and it's just not going to happen. I don't know what I'm even trying to pull. Do I you know I, adults honestly... or children once? Did you have any idea of that? Yeah, of and course. Chi- you and children will one be, one day be adults. Yeah, I don't know what this argument. You know is. what? I don't even know what my stance is in this argument. Screw you, dude. I'm just saying. God, it's effortless. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook at the Bucket of Beef Show. You can follow us on Patreon, where you will get exclusive voting power on what we watch next, early access to our newest episodes, and reviews of horror movies, and access to our Last of Us review series. Yes, 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 yes. If you're not a patron, what are you doing? Hop on. Yeah, what are you doing? It's $4. a month. Come on. Come on. If you ever see me in real life, I'll get you a slice of pizza. Yeah. For your trouble. And, and yeah, just that. Yeah. Like a grape soda. Or an orange crush. An orange crush sounds fantastic. Yeah, not like I, I'm not going to do a Sprite or a Coke. I'll do a Dr. Pepper. 
because Alex likes Dr. Pepper. I fucking love Dr. But Pepper. But I'm, I'm only going to give slightly exotic beverages. Yeah. Also, know? Luke's recently started liking uh, Diet Diet uh, Coke. Yeah, Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi. Which is, mm-hmm. that's just, your age is showing. I'm in my middle-aged era. It really scares I'm in my, me. I'm, I'm, I'm in my skinny uncle era. <laughs> <laughs> In my, I'm in my uncle with body dysmorphia. Oh, no. <laughs> Eon. God. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to do the synopsis for Howl's Moving Castle, or do you want me to try? I think Alex, Jesus as Christ. in you, should do the synopsis for Howl's Moving Castle. This is so hard. You can feel free to pull up a synopsis online. Just make sure that you credit it if you're feeling afraid. I'm just going to – I'm not going to be afraid. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. This girl Sophie works at a hat store, and there's this guy Hal who has a castle, and it has chicken legs. And one day, one fateful day, uh, she's getting hassled by some local law enforcement, and Hal comes and is like, oh, guess what? You're in the thick of it now, girl. And then they fly away, and she's like, oh, no. Uh, I Hal's going to eat my heart, because I guess that's a rumor around the town. But the whole deal is... The Wicked Witch of, of the, what is it? The Waste? The Western Wastes, I yeah, think. The, yeah, the Western the Waste Witch. Witch of the West. The, the Waste of Witches. Uh, essentially puts a spell on her that makes her an old lady. So she's trying to uh, turn the spell back. But get some friends along the way inside of Hal's Moving Castle. And there's a war happening. Oh, yeah. There's like a war that's killing everyone. I forgot it's about that. It's a truly terrifying war. Yeah. In all honesty. Lots of bird people. Yeah, there are a lot of bird people. Mm-hmm. Like it's, weird goo It includes men. the wizards and witches, and um, all of the ships are just crazy yeah. loaded with guns and turrets and cannons. Um, yeah. And they're very good at burning things. Very good at burning things. Yeah. And I told Luke, one of them looks like the, the big worm uh, monsters in the first Avengers movie, which is... They do. I feel like they the do Avengers look like the Jatari whale guys. Yeah, the Jatari oh, whales. Oh, it feels like so many things were stolen from from Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Like a lot, mm-hmm. you know? How he's basically the Hulk. Uh, I guess he's sort of the Hulk. He turns into a big monster... Yeah, and he can't really help when it, when or how it happens, and he uses it for war. Well, he uses when he uses his powers. Then that's it isn't like accidentally turn into the bird. Yeah, but he just has a hard time turning back from the bird. Well, that's his secret, though, is that you know he's always birdie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always birdie. Okay, so this was my first studio. Is it Ghibli? Yeah, Studio Ghibli. It's my first Studio Ghibli film, and um, Roma. Really? Yeah, nice. Roma has tried to get me to watch this uh, a couple of times, and it's just so beautiful and the music is incredible that's like one of my favorite things about studio ghibli films is just like the the soaring score yeah like it's there's it's just so full of wonderment and it it's like brings you back to being a child yeah when you watch a studio ghibli film you know yeah no it was so nice and all of the set pieces were really beautiful and all of the characters were like really unique and like I fell in love with everyone. There's not a single soul in this in this movie I didn't absolutely fall in love with. Um, yeah. Every character. Did you have a favorite character? You think? Yeah, I think the fire was my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. But then also, what was his name again? Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, I want to say Calcifer. 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 Yeah, Calcifer yeah, is just the homie. He can't go anywhere, and he's just a little shit talker. And he's so afraid of being put out. Yeah, he's like, please, please, please. I like how he's literally just like stardust. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. it's so cute. Yeah. I like I like him and 
little boy, of course, is just he has everyone's hearts. Yeah. Um, but I also I think my second favorite character is the dog. The dog is good. Yeah, I like the dog. Yeah. So who do you like more, Sophie or Howell? Oh, Sophie. I like Sophie. Sophie, yeah. yeah. Sophie is just an automatic problem solver. She's like, yeah, I have, she... I have solutions for everything, and everyone's like, No, yeah, I don't know. Once she got turned into that old lady, she was, she had like no fear. Yeah, she was w- completely without fear. Yeah, and I like how she kind of ended up being like a half young lady, half old lady, with her cool new Bob. With <laughs> her cool new Bob, ready yeah. to take on the world. Yeah. Um, I also, I, I, oh my goodness, oh no, I pulled up the character list, and it's the Japanese names, and not okay. Markle, Hin, Asha. We also did, uh, we watched this with the English dub. We did. Because it was the first thing that came up when we just pulled it up on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your, I, I, I'm going to start a little fight. You, <laughs> you like, you prefer English dubs. I do, sometimes. Actually, no, that's a lie, I do. The English I dub do. for this was good. Yeah. The English dub for this was very good. Because they had like Christian Bale and like a bunch of other like yeah. a, a like my whole thing top tier people. my whole thing with it is that i just don't like subtitles in general mm. like i get i get way too pulled out of something if i'm constantly having to read and even if it is in english like the whole thing and there are subtitles it's like i can't focus on the image on the screen and also reading because i have tunnel vision it's not great that's fair um, i prefer the original with subtitles yeah in basically everything i ever watch because i don't mind subtitles i can I guess my brain's just different, you know? You're trying to say your brain is better than my brain? I didn't say that. I'm just trying I to... Want to he, listen, I listen, said this is going to be our fight episode. Luke just gave me the episode. smarmiest little smirk when he said that. And he's... You know, this is why we need cameras No on one this will podcast. believe you. Yeah, exactly. Because no one will believe me. I'm just a sweet... I'm a sweet little old guy. Why I, are I you actually, lying? I actually also got cursed by the Witch of the Western Waste. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, I'm okay, 86 cool. right now, actually. Do you want to uh, give us a little bit of story and stuff? A little bit wanna, of story. We'll just yeah. move bit by bit. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's a lot. That so Sophie gets cursed by the witch. Uh, we also know that she does have a younger sister who's like the pretty popular one who works at this bake shop. Uh, and I I don't know if her mom owns it or her, her mom is like some sort of like wealthy merchant class lady in this world. What did you think about the world? Just the way that they designed everything and like. It was so cool because we said what it was like industrialist, like Victorian. Yeah, it was like the Victorian era like happened and then the culture didn't change and they just like kept advancing the technology. Yeah. And, and it also seemed with like the warships, they were like harboring a lot of different like nations with the flags yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. It's like League of Nations vibes. Yeah. Kind of. This is one of the very rare types of like fantasy worlds. I'm like, oh, this would be cool to live in. Yeah. And it was really cool with – um I just loved all the architecture, how it was just, like, a complete mixture of, like, every, like, kind of European design. Yeah. It was really mm-hmm. cool. And even, like, I mean, you expect all that, and then, like, you, you read Howl's Moving Castle, and you're like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then you see the castle, and you're like, this is the jankiest thing in, like, this entire movie. Yeah. But at the same time, that's, that's like, a that's like an odd little story. And it makes point. sense, because it was literally, like, birthed from the mind of a child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because Howell lost his heart when he was a wee boy. But even then, I mean, it's like, it's like it doesn't have to be this pretty grand thing for it to be a home for so many misfits and things like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's really neat. That's a cool little idea. Yeah. But go ahead, continue. Okay, so she ends up getting cursed by the uh, the witch of the waste, Miss Thick. 
Miss Thick. Miss Is that what you're calling her? Thick. Yeah. yeah. She's a big girl, for sure. Um, and she's like, what am I going to do? I'm all old. I like it when she's, like, when she's in her room and her mom's trying to get and she's like, I am sick. <laughs> and, and her mom's like, you sound like a 90-year-old woman right now. And, and she's, like, strangely exactly on the mark. <laughs> you know? Um, and... Yeah, and then she goes out into the into the wilds. She meets honestly probably one of my favorite characters. Like this character was just a joy. Like every time they appeared on the screen, because you just didn't know when it was going to come. Which was uh, the Scarecrow guy, Turnip Man. Turnip Man. I loved Turnip Man. For, for and, and I just love the way that's like Sophie's dialogue is just so good. Yeah, she's just like so, like go get him and like she has like a fierceness it's like yeah she's like like the the most gentle brutally honest person (laughs) i've ever seen depicted in a television medium like she's so sweet but she's like so like fucking yeah she's like my way is the right way and she's always right like she literally never made a mistake even when you think that she's making a big mistake yeah um it's so funny because turnip man like if you've seen this this is Luke's, like, favorite type of character in general. I can't explain it. I've never been able to, but I I, knew, I saw that guy. I was like, that is going to be Luke's favorite character. He just has to I be. think because I am Turnip Man. You, why do you think you're Turnip Man? I just man? feel like I'd be a Turnip Man. Like, I would get cursed and turn into a scarecrow, and I'd just be, like, helpful. You know <laughs> like, what I mean? Well, I can't and, like, not really much. ask for a lot. <laughs> just, like, hopping oh, around. God. You know what I mean? So selfless, this boy. Hmm. It worked um, out for him in the end. He got turned back into the crown prince. So, yeah, Listen, but he like he got kindness goes by a his long true way. Love, and then she's like, "Never mind, I guess." Like, that was funny. That was funny. That... He's like, "I guess I can just stop the war then. Yeah. That's fine." Maybe it just means that Sophie and Howell are polyamorous. Could be. Maybe they'll they'd be a really fucking good throuple. Yes, one hundred percent. I totally agree. They would that. actually be a killer throuple. I think. And the Wicked Witch of the uh, Waste will try to get in there. And they'll be like, no. they'll be like, no, 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 Wicked Witch of Waste, you do not join this. She's like the crazy aunt. I like, the the Wicked Witch of the Waste has, like, such an interesting character arc <laughs> in this. Um, what what was your first impression of the castle when, when she got there? Because, like, she's walking, she's old. It's taking her a lot longer to get to where the castle is than she thought it was going to. And she honestly accidentally Dude, I was, the like, castle. so concerned because I'm, she's, like, really moving to try to catch it. And I'm like, you're going to really hurt yourself. Yeah, like, but she has the spirit of a young lady. Yeah, yeah. Which, a lot of that, just to, like, sorry to take, like, an odd tangent. But, like, a lot of, like, it confused me in the times that she was able to, like, go back to being younger. Like, do you have an idea That's fair. of that? I think it was, like, when she... When, like, self-doubt entered in is when she would turn more heavily into an old lady. Okay. I think is what it felt like to yeah. me. Because it wasn't, like, fear-based. It wasn't, like... Because when she slept, she, like, turned completely Yeah, I back. think it was, like, self-deprecating thoughts that turned her into an old lady, kind of. Or, like, hopelessness. Like, when she gave up hope on whatever she was doing and she was just, like, resigned mm-hmm. and defeated... That's when she was an old lady. Interesting. You know? It's kind of cool that the that the Witch of the Waste, like, gave her that, like, alibi to, like, kind of sidestep it. You know, like, to sidestep oh, the Oh, to kind of be, yeah, yeah. 
And I, I do like that the movie, like, never tells you why that's happening. It just is happening, and yeah. you just get to appreciate it. I'm sure that people have done much more, like, essay-style discussions on this that are much more... Much more... Much more... Uh, much more what? Yeah, exactly. Much much more coherent than what I'm saying. Much more coherent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, yeah. but, but okay. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Going back into the castle, though, it's like... Like, when she gets in, I, was, I mean, like... To fix her upper, and I was like, when she said she was gonna clean, I was like, please. Clean yeah, this and all of all of the fucking, I would say like the most pleasing animated scenes in this film were when she was scrubbing and when <laughs> her and Howell were making bacon and eggs. Oh yeah, like that shit looked so good, and like the goopiness of the eggs and like how. <laughs> He's, like, cracking the eggs off and feeding Calcifer the fucking... The, oh, it's so good. The little, uh... The shells. I love them all. It's all just, like, so warm and feel good. It's like you're in a dream. Yeah. It's like the whole thing just feels like you're in a childhood dream. Yeah. You know? Because there's, like, some kind of spooky, like, uh, illustrative elements and, like, you don't know exactly who you can trust, but at the end of the day, the the group of heroes is gonna be okay. And they're, you know, they're going to yeah. live their lives, you it, know? And that's very true. It's and very storybook. It is, it's very storybook, but at the same tale. time, it is like, you have to think about this. You know what I mean? When you watch it. Because, I mean, if I was, like, if I was a kid, I'd be like, wait, 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 why? Why, 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 why? Yeah. But I, I appreciate, like, the aspects, like, her going back into Hal's, like, childhood and seeing, like, the moment Calcifer was, like, I guess, birthed. Yeah. And kind of having to understand, like the bits of magic and like the rules around it. Cause there are rules. Someone is trying to take away other people's magic. So yeah. Yeah. That's how I got. Um, did you have like a least favorite moment in this? A least favorite moment? Um, I got so mad at the witch of the waste when she was smoking that cigar that the, uh, Oh, what was her name? The, uh, the head Sol- wizard. Sol- Solomon. Madam Solomon? Yeah, when Madam Solomon, like, sent, I would say the most, like, morally, uh, the two most, like, morally corrupt people in this film are probably the Witch of the Waste and Sophie's mom. Oh, fuck Sophie's, Sophie's mom, Because Sophie's dude. mom goes back to try to get Sophie to go with her. I'm guessing they're doing it to try to, like, lure, um... Howl out? Lure Howl out. And also to try to put out, um... Uh, Calcifer. I keep wanting to call him Halcifer because <laughs> it's closer to Howl. I also kept thinking that everyone was calling Howl Hal in this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, most morally corrupt that that hasn't been like cursed by magic and losing their heart is uh, is uh, Honey, which is Sophie's mom because she's just kind of like doing whatever. Maybe she's being a patriot. Maybe she thinks she's serving the king well. You know. Um, nah, man, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. And I also like how this whole war was, like, kind of a game for the, uh, for the head wizard, for Suleiman. Mm-hmm. Like, when she ends up not being able to get Hal and, like, turn him back into a, into a, I don't know what he would turn into. Would he tur- turn into a bird thing? Would he just get turned back into a normal boy? I think he gets turned into the bird thing. He would, she would turn him into the bird thing. I think so. Um, Yeah. And it was, it's funny at the end how she's kind of like, oh, this little game is over. Like, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. You know? Do you think that she turned the prince into the scarecrow to start the war? I mean, that would make sense. 
Yeah. She wants that power. Yeah. She wants some sweet, sweet magic. Well, it seems like what she's doing is she's, like, taking all the powers from the other wizards and, like, turning them into these things that she can use for her own for her own power. Yeah. And she's absurdly powerful. Like, when she just makes the ocean. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she does have that killer chair. And she has all of those, like, child, like, identical child servants. Which. I can't wait, really tell. Yeah, because, so, would she be the mother of Prince Turnip? No. No? No, she wouldn't be. Prince Turnip was from the rival kingdom. From the kingdom, rival kingdom. And that's why they had the war. Okay, because I thought those little boy servants were just him as a child. No, I don't okay, think okay, so. Okay. I think they just happened to be like because originally it was kind of confusing because Howell disguises himself as the king, and then the actual king shows up, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think that like plants a seed of like, oh, maybe these other people are like clones somehow. But, sure, and I they they're like all identical, so maybe she's like just cloned this like little boy, and they all look kind of surprisingly like young Howell. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, maybe she wants to turn Howl into a little servant boy or something. Mm. We don't totally know. Grody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we see the, we see the castle. She cleans everything up. Um, I, hmm, where should we go from after this? Cause we're kind of like, running, well, yeah. Cause I mean, around. well, so I, I want to talk about Markle. Okay. Let's Cause talk he's about the it. only one we haven't talked about. And honestly, Luke says I'm like the dog in this. I'm like I'm like the little dog. You're also like Markle and Calcifer. You're all you're honestly like most of the characters. Most of the characters in this have <laughs> aspects of your personality. Yeah, you like so? even the Witch of the Waste. Oh no, yeah. you give, not, you give not, me not so much the Witch of the Waste, but you do give me Markle though. Yeah, I can Markle's definitely be one. Markle because I definitely would see you waddling up to the door and being like, "Excuse me, dude." And I pull would pull out my big long beard and you're like. Dude, I would love to be the front man for Howl's Magic Shop. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? I would love to be a little page boy for a, for a magician, for an actual wizard. You'd be like, stand by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Open the door. Yeah, Whoa. I'd serve Gandalf. I'd be I'd be Lukey the Pale. Luke would be so good at it. He would just be the best. Dude, I'd, I would brew so many potions and package so many little envelopes for boats to sail well. <laughs> That is such a I also love, like, the convenience of magic in this world. Yeah. Like, it's there's so many curses, but it's also, like, isn't it so nice that if you want to, like, go on a journey somewhere, you can just go to, this, like, the magic shop and just be like, hey, can I get a powder for my sails so I'll sail perfectly to where I want to go? You know? And you're like, yeah, all right, cool. That's cool. Yeah. God, it's good. I want that so bad. A little powder for yeah. your sails. What would you take? You go to the magic shop right now. You really need something. What is it? What is the thing you need? Oh, what do I need? What do you need? Oh, man. I would... I would just have... I would just get, like, a luck stone to, like, just get super lucky with everything. Yeah. You know? I would... I would... Like, up my... Because I feel like my base standard luck... I've talked to you about this before. Mm-hmm. I feel like my base standard luck is probably, like, a 6 out of 10. Like, I feel like I am a pretty lucky person, generally. But if I could bump that to a solid 9.7 at all times... <laughs> And just, like, skate on through. Damn. I wouldn't hate that, you know? Yeah. And then I'd have that point three where I'd still feel like, oh, man, I really am living, like, a down-on-my-luck life. And then, like, I stumble across, like, a pile of gold bars that someone's <laughs> giving away for free. And I'm like, oh, wow. Someone's casually I'm, giving away gold I'm bars. I'm so good at living life. <laughs> I'm so great at it. But really, it's just my magic fairy dust luck sprinkled on me. It's cool. Yeah. I would want, I'd pick like the a, big old luck, a little like luck sprinkles. I I have to eat a cupcake every day, 
with the sprinkles the on it. Going. Yeah, to keep the lock. Yeah. Exactly. I would want a quarter that like I can flip into the water and it turns into my dream yacht. That's all I want. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that way I can just carry it around with me in my pocket and I can just waddle around and then people are like, hey, you look like you don't have a fucking yacht. And I'm like, check this out, heads or tails, bitch. Blink. Damn. And then a big yacht. That you says... would crush a child that was swimming in the water. <laughs> yeah. Then he get locked up. Every fish dies immediately. And then I would get lucky because they meant to put it in the lockup, but they accidentally just shipped it to my address. <laughs> and then I would have your coin. No. Yep. No. And I'd send you luck, but I'd send you luck, uh, luck cupcakes while you were in prison. Well, then I hope they get me out. No, you'd get out. Yeah. There'd be like a, a guard that would like trip and they would accidentally unlock it and then they would keep tripping as they like carried you out. <laughs> they're like, I'm just kind of walking know, behind what? them. Like, oh, I'm, and they're like apologizing because they, they, they can't stop falling. They feel really bad about being a klutz. <laughs> they're like, oh, Oops, sorry, sorry. Yeah. And then the guard's just too embarrassed to tell everybody that he accidentally let you out. God. That's my favorite scene of Howl's Moving Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so the last half of this goes, goes crazy, especially when like the bombings start happening yeah, the, in the town. It, they did, they do a really good job of, of really juxtaposing the absolute horror of this war with like the idyllic cleanliness of the cities and everything like that, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny with the cities because there's just so much smog and smoke. But the water's, like, pure, and the grass is green, and the flowers are out. I guess maybe the the wizards are just able to counteract pollution in their world, maybe? Yeah. It could make sense. I mean, I'm sure there are one or two of them that's like, can we just please keep the flowers fucking good, yeah. the grass green? Like, I'm sure there are a couple. I don't yeah. know how many wizards and witches there are in this world, but... Seems like a pretty decent amount. Yeah. Seems like they really wouldn't need a war, but, like... You know, with but like when the big crown, man when machines. the crown prince goes missing, man, you gotta kill some civilians for it. You know, jeez Louise. Okay, yeah, a little dark. Uh, listen, that's what their ideas clearly were. I never saw like warriors fighting. I only ever saw fucking fire bombs going down in yeah I guess, in yeah, London, yeah, yeah. England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So cool, man. Um. Do you have lasting thoughts on this? Movie? I really don't know how to even attack a lot of this. It's just really idyllic. It's really fun. Um, the story is wistful yet simple. Mm-hmm. You know, and things just kind of fall into place. It's like a it's like a nice walk through a through a garden. There's hummingbirds and but there's like a little bobcat in the corner, and you're like, "What's that bobcat gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. There's always like the, the notion that something is going to happen. Yeah, and they set up like the witch of of the waste as like a potential like constant looming threat and then she just happens to go to the castle with sophie because howl's too afraid to go on his own and i think he knows that it's a trap too and he's just Mm -hmm. like not really letting it on um and then they just turn her into a like a really 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 old lady yeah and then she's like kind of neutralized senile Yeah. yeah i mean she's kind of a threat when she tries to get calcifer when she figures out that calcifer literally is howl's heart um but it ends up not really meaning much, yeah. you know. It just kind of fucks up their walking castle. But it is. It's like it's the it's the fight for a man's heart. It is. And sometimes when you work too hard, it it, it burns out. And sometimes yeah. all it takes is just nurturement and let it let it roam free. Yeah. It really it really turned the witch of the waste into a into kind of a, like a sweaty bag, a sweaty bag, <laughs> a sweaty simpy bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's me. I'm the sweaty simp. No, you're not. That's me. No, no, no. I simp so hard. Don't tell them that. I someone's can't. Gonna, t- someone's, someone's gonna, gonna think it's about them. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, no. Someone's gonna get you. Or they're gonna try to trick you into simping for them. No way. It's Maybe. gonna happen. It's too difficult. I don't simp. I don't mm. lie. Okay. Never have ever. So what, what's your score for this film? Sorry for the rambliness dude, of this yeah, one, this you one guys. But weird. this one's just a general vibe. Um... Okay, I will give this. I will give this. I will give it an eight out of ten. Um, which has kind of been the realm of things I've been. Uh, the score I've been giving a lot of things recently, but I think this is like, this is very legit. Um, very very hear that, legit. Hear that? It's very legit, you guys. God, don't do this to me. I'm no, giving I'm my sorry. score. I'm sorry. Don't was, mess with I'm a man's be, I'm, score. I'm being a bully. Yeah, he's rubbing my back I'm now. So, I know because it's the first time I he's ever bad. done that. Okay, well, thanks for fixing my collar. Yeah, chills. He had a tag sticking out. Okay, yeah, eight out of ten. Um, the aesthetic is awesome. It is legit, and too uh, legit to quit. Too legit to quit. And the characters are all just. I mean, yeah. Like I said, first thing I said, you just uh, fall in love with with everyone, every character in this. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's my turn? Yeah, that means it's your turn. Hmm. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Maybe higher, but I said 8.5, and now I have to stick with it. It's just so wistful and fun and filled with childhood wonder. Um, yeah, I think the only other Studio Ghibli film I've ever seen is Spirited Away, and that one feels much more of like uh, – it, it, it obviously has similar qualities to Hell's Moving Castle, but it feels much more sinister, I think. Yeah, Hell's Moving Castle is just like a great twist on – sort of the idea of a fairy tale yeah you know and it's it's very charming and all the characters are are good in their own way and are like struggling through their own things and they are able to bind together and and find community and camaraderie despite being outcasts you know uh and i really like that yeah yeah so 8.5 for me for hell's moving castle what would you give it for your beef score, Alex? For my beef score, uh, oh bless you, Mister Blister. I know face. I sneeze. Uh, blister face. Yeah, why am I blister Mr. face. Mister Blister face. What does that mean? Uh, that's what, that's you had bad skin. No, it's a nickname. That's why we don't film this because I have horrible skin. It's peeling off like when the <laughs> witch of the waste tried to walk up those stairs. <laughs> Damn, that was sad. Uh, okay, um, this one for me is just uh, hmm hmm. It's a steak salad. Okay. Yeah. Al fresca. Al fresca. Yeah. Um, it's just this is one of the the leaner movies we've watched where I just I felt very light watching it, um, and I quite enjoyed that. Also, I want to say I have seen a Studio Ghibli movie, and it was Ponyo, and I love Ponyo. Just making sure it was one. Have you ever seen Ponyo? I've never seen Ponyo. Oh, it's so cute. Okay, but yeah, that's what's fine. Ponyo about? Ponyo is like it's about this little fish girl. Oh, oh, I yeah, I know the poster. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I was like, man, I, I remember this because this was really popular. Yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. I know that's me. That's me. I can't change who I am, folks. I'm just here. Listen, he wanted he wanted to fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna bully him a little bit. I'm gonna give this a hmm. It's like a brisket to me. Damn. It's like a nice brisket. It's like a pound of brisket and some, like, coleslaw and uh, 
like a fresh watermelon salad. It's just like a summer day. It's like a little potluck. Some people brought out some like rosé cider bottles and everyone's just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend watching it. I feel like most people I know have seen Hell's Moving Castle and I'm kind of the odd man out. I feel like um, I was too. Like I I mean Roma literally was like how have you not seen it? I was like I I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you ready to leave Hal's Moving Castle? Uh, strolling on down the wastes. Yes, the wastes to another sort of Eurocentric <laughs> vibe of the movie. <laughs> we'll tell you what it is soon, you guys. Yeah, for now we're gonna go to commercial break. In three, two, one, commercial break. <laughs> that was like a film rolling. Oh, that's know. what that was supposed to be. I was supposed, to, yeah. I hope that it makes sense, like, like in the post. Yeah. No, I completely understood what it was, and I did not require your, uh, you telling me what it was. All right, Luke. What do you want, man? No, what do you want? No, what do you want? We're fighting this time. Yeah, we are fighting. I no, no. I'll tell you exactly. Yeah, what, what I want. do you want? Huh? I want some boxing gloves. That same. oh man, that that like one of are they Everlast boxing gloves or are they some other brand? <laughs> They're Alex brand boxing gloves. They just say Alex. They on say them? Alex, and then but like on the knuckles it says uh, your enemy's name. It says sorry about, and then the other one says Nothing. your face, comma Luke. That's a lot of words on that. Yeah, it is. Damn. And they're only made for people to want to beat the shit out of people named Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like a pretty niche market. Because uh, from what I know, basically every Luke is a charmer, and you'd never want to fight them. Yeah? Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Just in my experience. All right, go ahead as with yours, Luke. man. Let's go. Uh, my, I, to fight you. Yeah, so mine is for uh, professional media, uh, a, a professional mediation service. So you ever, you ever having a fight with your buddy, and they want to... They're so mad at you, and they, they've they been filled with such rage, and their character has been corrupted so much that they want to design a complete, a complete, a complete boxing Which one? affiliated company <laughs> that's dedicated specifically to annihilating your race, the race of Luke. What? You need a professional mediator to sit that guy down and say, listen, you've done some bad. He's done a little worse, what? but you guys got to figure this out. And don't worry, you'll pay me $52, and it's settled. You, so a $52 mediation service. Yes, called all uh, Me Mediating You. That's what it's called. Me Mediating You. I want another M in there somewhere, but I can't figure out where to me put it. Me, myself, and mediating you. Oh, it could me just be, it could just be, it you. could just be me, myself, and mediation. Okay. It could be. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. That's it? Yes. Okay, boxing gloves and mediation. That's exactly, that's what we're going for today. Perfect. Okay. And we're going back to the other movie (laughs) that we haven't said what it is yet. In three, two, one. Ow! Oh, dude, why'd you do that? God, I had to. He hit me with one of his boxing gloves. It hurt really bad, I'm sure. I hit him with the right one that says, sorry, comma, Luke. My right eyeball's bleeding. I can't even say eyeball anymore. You hear that eyeball? Isle ball. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible. It's not going to hurt no mo. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> Thank God. I got a cold steak to put over my eye. Yeah. All right, gang. Uh, we're in uh, Minion Land. We're, we're in Minions. Minion Land. If you guys didn't know, you guys voted for Minions <laughs> on this one. <laughs> Who was it? Was it the patrons or was it the 
the normal it was the patrons the patrons <laughs> listen <laughs> listen normie no normie listeners if you guys want to seize control from the patrons <laughs> these guys are fucking these, menacing. these guys are on a tear dude we've got 50 shades and minions <laughs> i wish that <laughs> was the just past, one episode. for the past two days you can't let him get away with this, <laughs> but we do love you, patrons, and we're very glad to be watching whatever you want us Absolutely. to do. Absolutely, I sim for the patrons. I also sim for the patrons. Yeah, thank you. Uh, guys. So you're doing the fucking synopsis for minions. The synopsis on this for one, minions. The minions are about a bunch of yellow guys with a bunch of different names. Uh, they are minions. They really like guys that are bad, but unfortunately, they are they are really good at pissing off their masters and almost always killing them. Uh, the story starts with a, a wonderful narration um, d- d- depicting the minions from their sort of amoeba roots at the dawn of man uh, onto uh, them skipping out on Napoleon and thankfully avoiding having to work for any of the fascists. Yeah, <laughs> during, they went and hid in a cave. During uh, <laughs> the era of World War Two and the Cold War. Um are they going to be able to find a new master? Will they eat bananas? Are they any good at their job? Is this a movie? <laughs> Let's talk about it. This is not a movie. This is. I was talking to Alex while we were watching this. What did we watch this yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. So we watched this. I guess for you guys, this is going to be coming out on Monday for the patrons and Wednesday for everyone else. We watched this on Thursday, right? Friday. On Friday. We watched this on Friday. And we we were like a halfway or two thirds through this movie, and I said to Alex, "This doesn't really feel like a movie. This just feels like things that are happening. <laughs> like this this very much and and in a good way. I mean, Minions is entertaining, but I wouldn't call it a film. <laughs> <laughs> Minions is basically if you took like twelve writers, just gave them a bag and said." Okay, this happens, and then a person, another person says, "What if this happens?" And then another person says, "What if that happened?" And then another person says, "What if uh, Bob became King Arthur?" <laughs> and then that's and so, the movie. And then another writer's like, "Fuck it, like, yeah." You know, and, like... then that's, and then that's the movie. And then they got Sandra Bullock to hop on. God, this okay. So we we deal with Kevin, Bob, and Stuart. Yeah. Do you have a favorite one of the three? I like Bob. Yeah, I thought you'd like Bob. Bob is so cute. Who do you think I like? I you like Kevin? Yeah, Kevin's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, no, see, it's easy sure to tell favorite. Luke's favorite characters and things. Um, this is so because now when I think of these characters, like there's a point when Bob looks in a bunch of mirrors and is like, "Oh my god, I'm like a I'm like a living thing." Yeah, he like hasn't self actualized ever. <laughs> and then he becomes the king of England. Yes, let's 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 uh, sorry, rewind. Sorry, really sorry, quick. sorry, sorry. Let's rewind. So <laughs> the movie starts basically the end of their, their narration. They're tr- they're in like an Arctic cave because they accidentally shoot Napoleon with a cannon, and then they get. <laughs> And then they get exiled, and then, thankfully, they never have to work for a fascist, even though, like, given the Minions' M.O., they would probably do some heinous shit for uh, Stalin, Stalin, Hitler, Hitler Pol Pot, yeah. maybe could could swing them around, maybe, something like that, Yeah, you know? Um, yeah, but they avoid the fascists. They're having a great time in this ice cave, and then eventually they get sad because they're without a direction. I think Minions is actually... Um, capitalist propaganda oh. for the virtue of uh of near slave labor at the hands of a wealthy benefactor 
Mm-hmm. Benefactor in air quotes. Yeah. I think we cracked the code on minions. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So they're trapped in this ice cave. None of them know what to do. And then eventually, the bravest minion of them all, by the name of Kevin, the minion, he says, I'm going to put a stop to this. I'm going to go out of this cave. I'm going to find a new bad guy. All the fascists are gone, right? <laughs> there there are no more. No more fascists all. anymore. And we're going straight to New and York City. And we're going City. straight to New York City, Circa baby. Circa 1968. He gets Stuart to come along with him. Stuart's kind of like a playboy guitarist, you know? He's like, whatever, I don't really yeah, want to be here. Yeah, Stuart's the hottest, most aloof minion. <laughs> he plays the guitar. Yeah, he, I, should, he should have a beanie. He could have a beanie, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do anything like that. And then the big dummy Bob, who just likes bananas and having fun. The sweet baby boy Bob. Yeah, Bob is really cute. Bob's a nice guy. Yeah. And he has a little teddy bear. Yeah. How can he not love that? You know? Yeah. So then they figure out uh, they're they're sleeping in a mall. Yeah. They get to New York somehow. And yeah. Then somehow and they, they skip, like, the... all of Europe. They, like, yeah, just no, literally just... sail from the Arctic Ocean. Like, they bypass Greenland. They miss out on Newfoundland. They somehow skip Maine. They they go down <laughs> the entire East Coast. They, they, they bypass all of New England. Um, and then they end up smack dab in Manhattan. Yes. Um, so they stay at this mall and it's 1968. Yes. But yeah. the minions are untouched by, uh, by like social justice, uh, the era of social justice. They just kind of like skim over all of that. No, they, I mean, they are protesting in, uh, when they're hanging out with the hippies. Cause Bob has a poster that says something like booyah or something. Oh like that. yeah. They have, the, they do have an anti-war. They do go to the anti-war protest. Yeah, they that do. is true. Yeah. Um, so they're they're at this mall and they discover that there is a secret <laughs> TV network and it's called the villain uh, villain con where all the villains go and everyone's like oh this chick Scarlet Overkill is like the villain so they're like and she's the first female villain ever there has never been a bad woman up until Scarlet Overkill no nope, not at all yeah um so. They're like, we got to get there, and they hitchhike, and they get in the car with this, like, family of rock, which, that part was actually That was probably funny. my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, because you're they, like, oh, they're like a normal they family. They basically get in with Phil and Claire from Modern Family, <laughs> but their kids are like the are like the Adams Family kids, kind of. Just the Pugsley kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they, like, pull up to a gas station, they're like, all right, let's let, we're going to stretch our legs. It's actually a bank. Sorry. Well, yeah. Well, you think that they're pulling up to a gas yeah, station. Yeah, that's true. And, like, they're like, okay, if you want to stretch your legs, stretch your legs. And they all put on ski masks and go inside and rob a bank. <laughs> and the minions are like, oh, cool. <laughs> this is neat. Um, and, of course, the fucking villain con is in uh, Florida. Is in Orlando, Orlando Florida. Florida. Could have been in Jacksonville, but, you know. Could have been in Tampa. I, I it could have been in Tampa. I wish it yeah. was in Tampa. Or Tallahassee or Ooh, something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, shout out to all the people listening from Florida. We love you guys. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to rewind really quick. I just want to give a shout out to the mask of the dad of the villain family because he has a big ass nose in the animation and he has a really floppy, like really long sock for his nose. (laughs) (laughs) And I just really like the, the, the animation. They, it seems like they had fun animating this. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I hope I, I imagine if I imagine working on the Minions movie as an animator is probably either like fun and goofy or like the most depressing thing that you can possibly do. 
And I'm hoping that it's the really fun thing. I feel like it depends because there are so many properties with the minions in Yeah, them. that's true. You know what I mean? I feel like you got to be burned out working on the minions, right? Like, I think there are at least five or six movies. Which I did not know. I just yeah. thought there was minions and minions Rise of Gru. Yeah. You know? And then there's Despicable Me, Despicable Me 2. And then, yeah, dude, there's a lot of this shit. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So we go to VillainCon. Scarlet is like, oh, I'm looking for some minions. Not that, not those minions, but she's looking for them. Goons, I guess. Some goons, some goblins, some and, grouches. And Bob has the, the, the diamond she is, like, wagering as, like, her... Uh, yeah, they, they have this really fun kind of, like, fight sequence where she's like, all you gotta do is take this diamond, bitch. <laughs> and everyone storms the stage. They're trying to get her. She's beating she's the beating shit, the out, of shit out of everyone. It was a Dumo the Sumo. Yeah. He, he keeps catching a lot of bad breaks in this movie. Yeah, poor Dumo. He just gets the shit beat out of him. And he eats people. Doesn't Isn't that what he does? Yeah, he ate his last minions or whatever. Yeah, they kind of skim over that. Yeah, you know. And then there's the fish guy. Yeah, the shape of water guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely supposed to be based off of the shape of water guy. Yeah. There's no way he's not. <laughs> he's the no only way. fish person that's yeah. ever existed. <laughs> but he looks just like the shape of water guy, yeah. kinda. Yeah, that's. Or true. he could be based on like old Greg. You ever seen the old Greg YouTube videos? No. But oh I mean... man! Shout out to everyone that's ever seen old Greg. Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Sam Mead for showing me old greg back in high school if anyone ever wants to look up something absolutely crazy look up old greg old greg old greg fishman anyway so they get the diamond um she ends up taking them to her hideout where's her hideout alex where the fuck is her hideout that's a good question i don't remember you don't remember no she's in jolly old england in london well i know she's in london i didn't realize I, okay I, I knew she was in london i guess i didn't realize where the hideout was though oh okay yeah, I don't know where in London. I just know it's in London. Oh, well, he she just said this... where is her hideout. Yeah, I mean. What? I tried to give you a layup. You can try to give me a layup. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a pass, maybe. Okay. I guess I had a bad, I had a bad arc on it. Well, because then her boyfriend, you know, they're like, they're like really in love and he's like such a 70s doucher. Yeah, Herb Overkill. Herb Overkill. I do like Herb, though. <laughs> Herb's a douchebag, but he means well. Yeah, I You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Herb, Herb Herb seems like the kind of guy who, like, pretends to be nice and then is, like, a total dick. Yeah. But he, Herb actually just is kind of just aloof and nice. Yeah. You know? Um, and the whole goal, Scarlet explains it, is like, I want, I want the queen's crown so that I can be queen, which is how that works, I think. Yeah, which is what she wanted to be as a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and well, she wants the crown, and then eventually she's going to overthrow. Well, I guess the but, government. Yeah, but the, uh, you, what kind of bugged me is she's like, "Okay, guys, go get it," and I'm like, "Well, you're not the greatest villain in the world if you're sending other people to fucking." Do but I think it. it's kind of a test for them. She's like, "You'll actually be my minions if you steal this crown." I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. I think, well, no, 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 because the whole hiring process happened with the diamond. No, I know, but then she kind of lies. She's like, you'll actually be my minions if you steal this crown. No, because she tells the story where she's like, you will, like, if you disappoint mommy, you will die. Oh, that's what it is. She's going to kill them if they don't take the crown. Yeah. That's true. Okay. You're right. And at the same time while all this is happening, fucking Sasquatches of the Arctic are, like, <laughs> the minions there are like, oh, my God, like, we found more masters. And they're just they're just Bigfoot people, and they're having the time of their lives over there. And um, what happened? They kill one of the Bigfoot? Yeah, they actually <laughs> knock, the like, feet. a giant icicle from the ceiling when they're doing a dance <laughs> for them. Yeah, and they kill the dad. So now they're like, okay, I guess we got to go they find... They commit regicide. <laughs> yeah. 
like we have to go find Bob, Kevin, and Stuart. Yeah, so that's what they're doing. Uh, so also one thing we didn't talk about though was their voices, like the yeah. minions' voices, because. Uh-huh. I, I, t- I told Luke, I was like, this is why they're, these, they're so popular worldwide, because they are using so many different types of languages just very sporadically in, in their speech. Yeah, I like how they always say, que paso. <laughs> que paso. Like, always. <laughs> Banana! Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, I really appreciated that, because I, I was trying to look it up, like, okay, how are they using the voice? Like, how, how are they creating this? Yeah. And so, so they're... Yeah, that is a good a good question. It's the same guy that voices all of these. I'm imagining they pitch his voice up or something um, for it, but who knows? Pierre Coffin. We'll have to look it up. Um, so they go to steal the crown. They do get the crown, but then they end up being chased by all of the all of the policemen mm-hmm. in London. Yeah, and then this gets to I think might be my favorite part of the movie. It's it's just above the crime family for me. Which is when is when Bob pulls the sword out of the stone at that's just sitting at a park for fun. Like he's they all have these really cool weapons and tech that Herb makes for him, and and I think Herb is definitely an arms dealer. Oh yeah, like there's no way he isn't like dealing to both sides of the Cold War hundred percent situation. Mm-hmm. That's for sure how he got his money. Um, but so Bob pulls a sword from the stone and then he becomes king. And then he's like, oh, no, but I, I want Scarlet to be queen. How do I do that? And they're like, there are rules. You can't do that. And then he goes to court. <laughs> and overthrows the rules. Overthrows. He, he usurps them <laughs> through, the, through the law, through the courts, through his sheer charisma. <laughs> you know? Because Scarlet was so pissed. And then she's like, oh, well, never mind. But she still is pissed. She still secretly is pissed. Secretly pissed, yes. Yeah. What does she do to the minions? After, after they make <laughs> that the queen. part is good. That part is good. She like gives them a tour of the palace, and they're like walking around, and then she kicks them into a dungeon where Herb is waiting there with like a black mask in this big torture chamber, and like it's so funny because like Herb is like ah I'm gonna, and then they start taking Polaroids, they're having the time of their lives, like playing with all the torture devices. He's like, stop jumping around. They're, like, trying to hang themselves, and they can't because they're just tubes. And then, and then they torture him for fun, and he has a great time. <laughs> yeah, dude. it's You can't torture them. They're immortal. They're just unstoppable. Yeah, they're unstoppable. Creatures of, yeah. yeah. They could beat Darkseid yeah. if he attacked. I'm convinced they could for real beat the Roaches. Oh, you think? Yeah. 100%. Damn. Just on accident, they'd accidentally, like, knock over all the... All of the pyramids, yeah. and then it would somehow kill all the roaches. I'm convinced they could just crack Mars in half and just, like, Damn. you know what I mean? And is like, eat the core because it's made out of bananas. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ¿Qué pasó? <laughs> Banana? Banana. Yeah. Um, yeah, they become, she becomes queen. She's like, fuck these minions. I'm going to put them in a hole. And then what? They eventually, do they, they escape? Is that what happens? I can't even remember how they get out yeah, of it. Yeah, because all the villains start chasing them. Yeah, villains start chasing them. They, Bob gets shaped of watered. Is it Bob that gets captured? And in, like into the water? Yeah, he gets I think pulled. that was Stuart. Oh, Stuart. Yeah. Obviously. It's God. hard to tell the it's difference. Like he didn't sometimes. even watch this movie. Listen, Stuart, Stuart I, I, I sometimes can't tell because sometimes he has the guitar, sometimes he doesn't have the guitar. You can't tell who is what because he's not holding the prop of the guitar i only really know kevin because he's the cylindrical one the other ones like bob and Stuart, look similar no, to me. Stuart has one eye 
Bob has two eyes. That's what it is. I clearly didn't pay enough attention during this. So, what were you looking at when you were looking at them? Were you just looking at their like? uh, I'm actually not. Denim. uh, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm actually not a uh, a superficial person. So I was assessing each of them by the content of their character, (laughs) and I didn't care how many eyes they did or didn't have. Okay. And that's that's the hill I'm dying on. Okay. I also liked that Queen Elizabeth could pound a pint, not like no one's business. Yeah, yeah, that in was this. Cool. Yeah, no, she seemed pretty chill, not being queen. Like, oh yeah, she was having a blast. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then Bob gets really big somehow. Yeah. And all the other minions come to the rescue. Um. And then, I guess that's kind of the movie. Bob eats a bomb. Yeah, he eats a bomb. I wanted him to explode and turn into like a thousand little minions. Like one, like one Kevin and one Bob. Yeah, it's Kevin that gets big, right? Is it? Yeah, I think maybe. It's Kevin. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. Big boy, and he like catches Scarlet and Herb while they're trying to get away. The bomb is thrown. And I thought Scarlet and uh, Herb died, and I was like, "Well, just kind of leave." It's a it kids' at that. movie; they can't die. Yeah, they can. They can just explode and not come back. Mmm. Mm. That is true. That's all I'm saying. And then kids' so, movies don't like to to kill villains anymore though it's boring they don't really like to do it though i mean but like you know that's life i guess you know like like expose them early Mm. i think yeah to be like this is the way the world works yeah so they so they recrown the the queen Mm -hmm. they like give it back to the queen somehow Mm -hmm. even though i guess by law scarlet is still technically the queen don't know how they skirt that one exactly um i guess it's kind of a coup it is a coup you know Mm mm-hmm uh, and then the minions are like, "What are we gonna do?" Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of sad. Like, we don't have a new, a, a new master. And so, and Scarlet tries to steal the crown again. Scar, Scarlet yeah. and Herb, Herb and then they come get back. freeze blasted by who? How could that happen? How, who does freeze blast them? Do you actually not remember? I actually don't remember. Really? Oh, is it is it the person who takes the crown? Yeah. Oh, then it's it's baby baby uh, baby Steve Carell baby Gru baby Gru. He's like, oh, I got the crown. I'm going to take the crown. And they're like, wow, it's a little boy with a scarf. He must be super evil. And he gets away with the with the crown jewels. And uh, that's that's the ending of this one. They live happily ever after. Yeah. This movie, a lot of the jokes actually got me quite a bit. Like, we were definitely laughing. It was a fun movie. Times. Yeah. yeah. Um, but outside, I mean, it really, it doesn't feel like a movie. It's like candy. Yeah. It is. It's like candy. You could jump in at any point during this movie and know exactly what's going on yeah. for the most part. You do not need any context whatsoever. Because it's not like you can really understand them anyway. Exactly. But uh, also, kudos to that. Uh, like, you know, not being able to understand the characters the entire movie and still being... Sorry. So, it seems like everyone can understand them. Am I correct in saying that? I think they understand, like, the general vibe of what they're saying. Well, like... When when Bob was giving his coronation speech, no one knew what the fuck he was saying <laughs> yeah, until so. he said King Bob, and then everyone was like, "Oh my God, it's King Bob!" Yeah. But what what if they did understand what he was saying? But what he was saying was not kosher. Yeah. What if he was saying something like super, just horrible, vile, diabolical? I mean, it yeah. would make sense. It's the characters. The characters. Yeah. I don't he was telling he was telling them all that he was gonna, um, like like. Since this is 1968, he's like, we need a Brexit. And they're all like, whoa. <laughs> like, no, whoa they weren't down. ready for it yet. <laughs> Good God. All right, man. So that's that's Minions. What would you give it? 
Uh, you go first. I went first last. I time. give Minions a six. I think it's very fun, uh, but it's it's things that happen. You know, I think everyone that worked on this movie, I hope they had a blast. I think it's a, it is a very fun movie. I think it's probably a really. It's. I mean, I'm sure that children especially love would love this movie because it's just goofy and like fun and it doesn't take itself very seriously. Uh, and so for that, it's good. But if I'm, you know, stacking it up against like something like Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. like I think even a six is honestly pretty high. Yeah. Um, but just out of like the sheer enjoyment and you know, uh, just the fun it seems that they had with this movie. I'll give it a six. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I will give this a four. Oh, damn. This I is... should have given it lower, honestly. I kind of feel like I shouldn't have given it a six, but I have to stick with it. It's okay. If you want to change it, change no, it. No, I can't. Okay. Man of integrity. Uh, yeah, four out of ten. I, I just, like, even, we watched it two days ago, maybe even yesterday, What we watched it. I don't, I, I'm having trouble remembering the last half hour of it, to be honest with you. It's a very forgetful movie, but I mean, like, I mean, there were some funny moments and literally the the jokes worked for me as an adult. So that's where my four is. That's where my four comes from. Um, Also, it's cool that John Hamm and fucking Sandra Bullock and uh, who was the other guy who was in it? Uh, Michael Keaton were in it. Who was Michael Keaton? He was the dad. Oh, Michael Keaton was the dad. Yeah. Nice. Um. But yeah, that's kind of where it's at. What's your beef score? Uh, my beef score, it's a Happy Meal. Sure. You know, good mm-hmm. for kids. Get a little toy. Get some processed little apple slices. Maybe a small fry. Milk, possibly. Milk. Ugh. Yeah. White milk. Okay. Not even the chocolate. Uh, and then you get like a four-piece McNugget with no sauce. No sauce? Because they're kiddos? a little kiddo. He doesn't catch up. They don't like ketchup, though. Yeah, okay. They like it plain. It's a it's a British child. They don't like seasoning. Oh, okay, or... okay. Uh, for me, this gets uh, two White Castle sliders, mm. which just I mean, you eat them and you're like, this is fine. And then an hour goes by and you're like, I'm going to absolutely shite myself. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm leaving minions. <laughs> that's my lowest score on here so far. I think. That definitely is. Uh, so uh, yeah, guys, that was the twelfth episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. Uh, again, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Bucket of Beef Show. Uh, and follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bucket of Beef Show. Yes. And now we're going to do a little shout out for all of our beautiful patrons. Yeah, we are. I'm so ready. I'm so prepared. He is. This is why I need my laptop out, Luke. I know, and you do. Shout out to Julia. Shout out to Dwight. Adam. Shout out to other Julia. Dina. Shout out to Brittany. Olga. Rick. Nicole. Nikita. Nicholas. Nicholas. You're about to say the last name. I was name. about to say Nicholas's last name. Can't do that. I know, and I have stopped myself. It's a newbie move. I know. It's only episode 12. What can you do? I guess so. Yeah. We are so early in this. I know. Which is crazy. All right, guys. We'll see you on uh, episode 13. Or uh, we just watched uh, Jeepers Creepers on the Patreon, so join us over there, too. Yes. Once again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, your support means the world to us. If you want to give us some additional support, feel free to hop over to patreon.com slash bucket of beef show. My name is Luke Hodson. My name is Alex Morrison. Uh, we will see you on the flipped beef side. Mm. Listen to the outro. Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar.
Thief. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. Too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby. <laughs> Beef. Ew. <laughs>